We all live on balls of dirt, essentially. Rocky planets that form around relatively stable stars in a tight orbital band, a zone where liquid water can form on the surface. That's what we all have in common, all the beings living on one island in the sky or another. Once you've visited enough new worlds and gotten to know a few of them, it seems like one man's alien is another man's local inhabitant. I think most humans who've traveled among the stars can't help but question their place in this vast cosmos of ours when they finally return home again. Gazing out into the evening sky from my parents' back porch in Waycross, Georgia sector, had left my mind full of such big thoughts. The first stars were popping into life in the heavens, and they made me think. That was unusual for me, as I normally spent my time between deployments drinking, working on farm buildings that were almost falling down, and trying to get lucky with the ladies in Waycross. But tonight felt different somehow, and it was better. After I'd teleported my daughter, Etta, and my mama back home from Dust World, I'd realized I'd gathered my family together in one spot for the first time. For a while, the togetherness was sheer bliss. Even Della, Etta's mother, came by now and then to check on her little girl. I wouldn't exactly call that motherly instinct, as Della had never been the nesting type. Della had good survival instincts, but socially, she was pretty disconnected for a human being. Della's behavior had always seemed downright weird to my mom, and she'd taken it upon herself to provide all the care and attention that Etta needed. The only problem was that Etta didn't really want much affection. She was the daughter of a wild woman from Dust World and me. I didn't know which one of us was responsible for any particular genetic aspect of Etta's personality, or if it was just due to a rough upbringing on Dust World, but it hardly mattered. The long and short of it was that since coming home to Earth, Etta had spent most of her time running around in the swampy forest out back of my shack. James, Mama asked me one muggy evening in April, how are we going to get her into a regular school next year? Uh, I said, giving my skull a scratch. I'm not sure that it would be wise to even attempt such a thing. We might be liable for damage to public property and injuries, maybe, we might have to homeschool. Mama turned pale at the thought, but she didn't argue. She just sighed. She knew I was right. I felt kind of bad for her. Etta had a room painted pink in the main house, a pile of self-dressing dolls with nanite clothing, and enough pretty dresses to impress a Sunday school teacher. But she ignored all that stuff. What's she doing out there in that bog today? Mama asked me. Well... I answered reluctantly. I think she's adding to her bone collection. Etta had a fascination with bones. She found them everywhere, often digging them up with a stick or other improvised tool. It was kind of an unusual hobby for a nine-year-old girl. She'll be a great mind someday, son, Mama said, putting up a brave front. At least that's what I keep telling myself. She'll be an archaeologist or something. Maybe she takes after her grandpa like that, on Della's side, I mean. He's the most respected scientist on Dust World. The investigator? She asked, suppressing a shudder. Yes, I met him a few times when I was staying out there. A ghastly man. I figured it wouldn't help at all to admit I agreed with her. <laughs>
One time, the investigator dissected me after Della had killed me. I'll never forget the smell and look of my own death laid bare on a slab. Just seems like we have so little time to enjoy moments like this, Mama said. And when we do have time, they never quite turn out like we'd hoped. Well, I'm going in to make dinner now. Etta will come home hungry at dusk. She always does. Something in her tone made me frown and look at her. You aren't regretting living with us, are you, Mama? I asked. You don't seem happy. She looked surprised. There was a sadness in her eyes, but I didn't understand it. I brought home her granddaughter, and sure, the child was a little odd, but one would think a granny could look past that. No, no, she said. I'm very happy to have both of you here, more than you know, James. James.